0: 12 of these this is the 12th episode which means it's been four months or Uh, three three months of doing this consistently which is pretty fucking cool um again happy new year this is the second official episode of the new year first one getting recorded in the new year um and how's everything going with you shiv life
1: life is good you know what i mean (laughs) it's uh yeah man it's going we're uh we're constantly the, the one thing I like is that I can see day by day progression in all facets. And I think that like that really keeps you going. I don't know when, whatever, whenever you've been trying to achieve a goal and you just see, you see like it's slow, but it's constant progression. It just keeps you in the game longer.
0: Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Um, that's good to hear. I mean, I, I think, uh, I think everyone's probably hopefully feeling that way right now with New Year's coming around. You're starting whatever routines you got to establish now and then have them so they keep going on through the rest of your life. Obviously, we talked about it last week, but we don't like resolutions because resolutions should be lifelong. Uh, They shouldn't just be for a short two, three month period. Um, So whatever you're doing, keep grinding it out. Um, You got this easy money. Um, but what's going on in the world right now? Anything crazy?
1: Uh, I mean, did you see, did you see the Joe Rogan episode with that doctor recently? Yes. Yeah. I oh was. my God, man. I put this on cause I, I saw somewhere like this guy got banned from Twitter. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Oh, I got to check this out. He's going on Rogan man was i sitting there like you know i was obviously skeptical at first and then within about two minutes i was like oh this dude's for real like mm-hmm. this dude made the r uh
0: what is it called mrna, the, right? M-
1: M- mRNA, mRNA uh, yeah. uh like vaccine, vaccine. In, in, initial uh <clears throat> concept of it and he's going into detail about like mm-hmm. all these trials that he's run and basically to put it bluntly like he confirms that like Uh, a lot of people's theories on it and uh especially joe rogan's oh yeah and so i mean it, it and the thing is too is it's not like the guy's not vaccinated he says at the beginning he goes yeah i am vaccinated like he clearly he got the vaccine he sees some value in the initial two doses but everything he's gone deep into about omicron and everything and it's like it's transitioning like really close to he, he says – one of the things he says is the initial uh, alpha versions of COVID were deep lung infections, right? Mm-hmm. But Omicron is more of the throat area, which is more in line with, like, flu and cold symptoms, which is a good thing because that means that it's getting the virus lighter. is getting weaker, yeah. right? And, um, like, obviously COVID's not the flu, but if it turns – if that's what it turns into, I mean, I'm all for it.
0: Um, So the guy we're talking about, for those who haven't watched the podcast, his name's Dr. Robert Malone. Um, Basically, like Shiv said, he was censored on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. Uh, He got kicked off both of their platforms. And funnily enough, after that Joe Rogan episode came out, YouTube took it down as well because it uh, preaches anti-vax, quote unquote. He didn't post Um, it to YouTube. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying like... Uh, clips. You know how he posts JRE clips? They took the the JRE clips down. So, um, Basically, he also talks about in depth how everyone has financial gain um, in the medical industry with this vaccine and that he's one of the few people who is on a team that who is on the team um, of the mRNA uh, committee that doesn't have financial gain from it. So he's trying to spread the truth. That's what that's what he basically said in his words.
1: I mean, And the thing with me is too, at the end of the day, I have absolutely zero problem with any company having a financial gain out of this. Like, uh, uh, sorry to burst people's bubble, but that's how the world works. At the end of the day, if there's no incentive to fix something, then then it won't get fixed. You know, and having a financial gain While there's a reasonable level, uh, we get into territory where it becomes uh, unethical to charge certain amount of prices for things, uh, especially when we're talking about life and death. But in in this situation, we have far less deaths than before, clearly from the numbers. Look at this. I mean, there's a spike in deaths because there's a spike in cases, but those deaths are far lower now, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, the one
0: thing the, the one thing I kind of disagree with that statement, though, that everything is for financial gain only because of some of the um, some of the comments that he makes in the podcast, one of them being that hospitals are basically getting paid to write off covid as the cause of death for almost anyone who dies in the hospital. Well, I mean,
1: I didn't say that things that are wrongfully profiting the hospital and the medical industry are fine. I'm just saying in general, that the, the, in general, the fact that there's a profit isn't a bad thing to me, but yeah, stuff like that, where it's like, oh, that's just wrong. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, oh, like that shouldn't be happening. You know, yeah. he goes into detail too, about like a few things just like that, where it's like, oh, what did you say?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it, It's just crazy. Like he basically confirms the fact that it's all tied together. That uh, that hospitals are uh, in cohesion with Pfizer, and that Pfizer's main sponsor um, is like this billionaire guy who is trying, who's also in cohorts with uh, Zuckerberg um, and his company, uh, not Meta, but like Zuckerberg's little uh, hedge fund or whatever the fuck. So I mean, it's just it's crazy, man. It's crazy, Um, but. I really hope that people start, just to kind of wrap up this COVID thing, I don't want to talk about it too much, but I really hope that people start kind of doing their own research. Just because someone is preaching, get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated to you, or just because someone's preaching, oh, you got to do this, this, and this, it doesn't necessarily mean it's always the right thing. And especially with this pandemic, so many points have been proven wrong since the start. And so many false claims were made at the beginning, especially with the vaccine. How oh, you're not going to get COVID anymore once you take this vaccine. Oh, um, everything's going to be fine. We're going to go back to normal. No mask once this vaccine's taken. And it's been a year past that now, and none of that has happened. So please, just start doing your own research. Like, do what's best for you. Take the vaccine if you feel like it's the best thing for you. It's- I mean, COVID's crazy, man. Me and Shiv are tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how, it. About,
1: yeah. how about uh so how about my boy ab
0: i mean you know we were talking about this about earlier. billions
1: hold on this is this guy has been wrongfully you know i don't know, I, don't know.
0: <laughs> I can't i can't die for the guy i can't die on a on a ledge for the guy because at the end of the day you he's see the done text? some see wild the he stuff posts today no you know i haven't been this on twitter
1: yeah, he posted texts from well, him and what is put in his phone at the time as Bruce Arians saying that they're not resting players and that he's going to play and then Antonio Brown sends him a picture of him on the like medical bench or the training room getting his ankle fixed. And it's really it, it uh, talked about this the other day. It's really a sticky situation where uh like if the, if Antonio Brown is telling the truth and that he had an injury that he couldn't play through and he said that they shot him up with some stuff that uh like I guess isn't allowed I don't know if it's not, not allowed by the NFLPA but uh, whatever it may be the uh if if that's the case and they played him and they didn't put him on IR now the bucks have a problem uh and but if if that's not the case, then uh, uh, yeah, AB's just out of luck. But there's a re- you see AB's basically he's luring up, you know. He thinks mm-hmm. he's got a case here, and I mean I'm not saying he doesn't. At the end of the day, he does crazy stuff. You know, he's done crazy stuff. Uh, everyone blames the perfect hit, but I'm just saying I don't know of a reason someone would just act like that, and just, especially Antonio Brown, a guy who wants to play, want, like he's a fierce competitor at the end of the day through all the stuff that he's done he still made a team you know what i mean like he's still starting like most players would just get straight up banned from the league for doing half the stuff that he's done and the fact that he's been able to do that just shows how good of a football player he is so i don't really see a reason for him to just take off his pads and throw a fit like that walking out of the (laughs) building which regardless let's say this whole situation happened and they're forcing him to play and he couldn't play that's still not the way to go about no right not at all but at the end of the day if he, they do that, they didn't put him on IR. The Bucs have a problem.
0: Uh, The Bucks definitely have a problem. Uh, They are out. Mike Evans, correct? For a certain period of time? back. Yeah, I think back? so. I, I think God Chris Godwin's, Godwin's out. Chris Godwin tore his ACL, I believe. So he's gone. And then you got AB now out. So basically you're left with Scotty Miller and uh, whoever their fifth receiver fifth is. They'll receivers. be fine. I don't know, man. That's a lot of pieces to lose. And let's be real here: they beat the Jets on a game-winning touchdown drive. Dude, that was it, sick. It was sick,
1: but that was let's, so
0: sick. Let's not forget the level of their opponent, the New I, York Jets.
1: Either way, man, it's football in the NFL. It was the last play of the game, too. It was the last play of the game.
0: Well, it was sick. I'll give you that. But again, I don't know, man. In the playoffs. If there's anyone that I'm not gonna doubt, it's Tom Brady, thousand percent. But I don't know. The last two months, the Bucks haven't looked like the Bucks uh, of old. And you I, know, it's I funny. think they'll
1: make the NFC Championship game.
0: I don't think so at all.
1: Or why is it? Are they lined up to play the Cowboys?
0: No, they're that. Actually, they probably wouldn't play the Cowboys because uh, the Cowboys are. Uh, I think they're gonna play the Rams or the Cards. Um, Their their first game But regardless I think If you look at last year's Super Bowl And how they won that one The Bucs got hot towards the end of the year The Bucs were playing like shit The first half of the season Figured it out in December and January And then come playoff time They were ready to roll This time it's the opposite They start off the season hot And now they're starting to cool off The last like three or four weeks they, They've been okay They haven't been dominant um, and I, I don't, I always think that's a recipe for disaster when you start to cool off right before the playoffs.
1: I want to know what did. happened. They didn't score a single point against the, the saints. That was crazy.
0: That was crazy. Saints and then,
1: shut him out. I was like, wow, that's, that's like Brady normally gets pissed off. If he doesn't have a touchdown at the end of the first quarter. Like,
0: why, why do I always feel like the, any Brady team plays tight against the saints? Is it just uh, me? I
1: think I think yeah I don't, I don't know how many times the Patriots played the Saints, but I recently yes because Sean Payton's just got a thing against the Bucks. <laughs> He's just got a thing against them cuz man does. that team plays. You watch the Saints every other week, it's a struggle recently to put points on the board, to do anything, really. Mhm. Uh, but when they played the Bucks both times, remember they're starting James got hurt in like the second quarter. He was out of the game. They put the put Trevor Simeon in. That defense held their own in that game and then they shut him out in the next game. I, I was like, where is this coming from? I it mm-hmm. has to be supernatural.
0: Uh, some I guess some teams just play up to their competition sometimes. Like if the stakes are high, you're just gonna play a little better. But by the way, Tom Brady is four and four against the Saints in his career. So, okay. I mean, that, that's, that's that's pretty that good. Up. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. You don't see that often, dude. do I mean, I know the Cowboys, they I don't think they've ever beat Brady, which is crazy to think about. Oh. Um. Yeah, they've never beat Brady. So I'm sure he's has that record similar uh, against probably most of the 32 teams in the NFL. So the Saints holding up, that's not bad. It's not a bad stat to have.
1: Okay, so this 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 site, StatMuse, has got a wrong stat because it says that Tom Brady has seven games played against the Giants and he's six and one. And I, in fact, have proof that that is not true. But we'll let it slide. It's okay, StatMuse, but that's <laughs> the wrong statistic. What... Uh... What's going on over there in uh in Shy City? How's everything going?
0: Oh, it's freezing in Shy City, my man. It's, it's it's cold, man. It got it's cold. cold.
1: Quick. You remember everyone was? It like, was fifty oh. degrees two weeks ago.
0: Yeah, everyone was talking like, oh, global Ooh. warming. It's
1: fifty degrees in December. Nah, and don't I be just, like that. No, I no, don't be like that.
0: Dog, you know? dog. I was sitting there saying to myself, yeah, uh, wait till January. Oh it's, yeah, it's my that's how favorite it always
1: is 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 people so what i when i worked in the city i take the train every day it started in january and you know the first few weeks like it was cold just like this and it's like oh man and but it's really the end of january and into the first two weeks of february that are just like unbelievably brutal like i have full leather gloves on like I got my suit on, I have a coat on, I have a hat on. I I have to I have to walk into Walgreens for like five minutes just to just to get some feeling back in my fingers before <laughs> I get back out there. It is that cold, man. It, it is freezing. It Chicago. is fuck. It is
0: freezing. I walked out of work yesterday, and it, I did one of those like, damn. When the wind hit, mm-hmm, me. like mm-hmm. I just got I kind of stopped in my tracks. I was like, dude, fuck. Like this shit's cold as hell. Dude. I think it was like it was. Seven degrees when I left work this morning. So I was just, I was cold. Did you know
1: though, that's actually really good for you?
0: The cold brush of air? I'm, shock, oh, yeah, the shock yeah. of
1: cold to your body?
0: Hell yeah, I'm sure. Cause I mean, that's why people use uh, cryo chambers. Right? I was
1: down a rabbit hole of YouTube the other day and I was watching all these videos of like, just, you know, feeling better about my, the fact that I sit half hour a day in the sauna now that like I'm doing the right thing, you know? And then mm-hmm. there was this thing on cold and it was like, yeah, I mean, if you get submerged in like, two degrees uh of water which is like it's like a celsius water uh it's like okay that's still really cold you know it's way colder than like two degrees celsius of air but like they're like look at all these neurons that fire and like this is what it does to you i'm like whoa like what the hell so i mean you know coming out of the gym from 200 degrees to like 17 is is i guess good for you
0: yeah i guess so same thing uh isn't it crazy how our body reacts to extremes so well and adapts so well?
1: Because it has to.
0: I know, but otherwise like the, you
1: don't function.
0: Right, but like that's my point. Like, that's that's just a sick thing that happens with their bodies. It's but crazy. But if you don't,
1: if you don't force it to do anything, then it won't do anything. You know, it's, if it if it doesn't have to, then it won't. Like it's just the path of least resistance every time.
0: I guess it's fair, but I'm just saying that it's cool shit, we don't got to get into details. I'm just saying it's a cool thing that our body is able to adapt at that at that rate because honestly, like probably I would say five minutes into the sauna, your body just starts to feel like just so like relaxed, and then you're sweating, you're getting it all out it's just it's a really cool phenomenon.
1: sauna's the best. Sauna is the absolute
0: best. Sauna is amazing. If you don't go to the sauna in 2022, you're fucking up. I think you got to start. Nothing feels better than after a nice hard workout, hitting the sauna up and just relax it. Start slower. Start at like 10.
1: (laughs) North Korea reports Kim Jong-un's father invented the burrito in 2011. (laughs) I believe it. I wonder what their history tests are like. You ever you ever you ever think about what like life in North Korea is like? Uh,
0: sometimes. And you know that Joe Rogan had that one uh that one lady on his podcast who was from North, North Korea. Korea? Yeah, she yeah, was a deflector, she still looks shook,
1: man. Did yeah you see her on that podcast? I'm like I'm like, you look like you got out last week. She, uh,
0: bro, she was talking about how like people there there's just not enough food there to feed everybody. So people there are twids. And they're malnourished, so they're actually all It's unbelievable,
1: too. Like it, it, we like we think about our problems, and I'm like, no, 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 man. Like North Korea is bad. Yeah, it's in bad shape. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, is everyone there is completely brainwashed too. So, like, even if, even if, like, a wave of Americans, like. American education came on to these people, they would immediately reject it because their whole lives have been made to believe that this guy is like God, basically. If you look at it, like you can't say anything bad about him, otherwise, you're capped in the street. Like it's done, <laughs> you're just done. Like y- y- you will, you will, y- and you know what? It'll happen in the middle of the night. You'll just be asleep, and they'll make sure the kids are awake when, when they take you to the mine. It's, it's crazy just for speaking out. You know, we can say whatever we want on Twitter.
0: When you when you say take you to the mine, is that a real thing?
1: Yeah, man, they actually take you to a mine, and they make <laughs> you work. Jesus
0: Christ, what it's, what a uh, what type of? Mine? So they have coal in North Korea? Or are they? I like mean, I'm not
1: that? I'm not too uh, well versed in the natural resource outlay of North Korea. However, I I know the for a fact they either put you to work doing something, uh, hard labor wise, or they cap you and uh that's the end of it honestly if i got captured i'd rather be capped uh, oh yeah yeah I, yeah I i'm not working in that mind man just don't
0: no you're a prisoner that's literally what you prisoner, are Prisoner.
1: you're a slave yeah it's bad more.
0: man it's I, just, I, uh i i mean i wonder too sometimes like do you think he just has a snitch hotline basically so if anyone sees like Strange behavior in a yes, neighborhood, like yes, someone's because, just gonna thing, point everybody,
1: him out. everybody's so scared, right? If here's the thing if I know my neighbor doesn't like Kim Jong Un, right, uh, and I don't say anything about it, and then my neighbor gets caught, that puts me at risk because I knew, right? Someone else could have suspected that I knew, right? So, so that puts you in trouble for just knowing that someone doesn't like Kim Jong-un in North Korea. So like people automatically are just like, yeah, like snitching on each other the whole time. because (laughs) because (laughs) They're just, they're looking, they're sniffing for some dirt so that they can get, they can report that this person doesn't like Kim Jong-un.
0: I I don't mean to let, I'm not laughing at North Korea in this situation. I think what goes on in that country is horrible, but I just think it's, it's funny. We're talking about like a snitch hotline (laughs) in, in North Korea. It's just, it makes me laugh. But, I mean, you're right. Like, that's – it's crazy and insane. I, I How long – so how long has his family been in
1: power? Do you know? Uh, I want to say – let's see. How long has Kim Jong-un's family been in power? Since 1948. The Kim family has ruled North Korea since 1948. Wow. Wow. So
0: basically since the end of World War II. That's it it started
1: with Kim Il-sung. And then Kim Jong Il, and now Kim Jong Un, and there's like ever I know like every year there's like Kim Jong Un's apparently dead somewhere, <laughs> and his yeah. sister, is super evil. You see that it's like his yeah. super, his sister's even worse, and it's like uh-huh. wait, what? Like how is this possible?
0: Do you think do you think they actually have any intelligence at all, or do you think that just because they're royalty, basically I they think, just get the throne?
1: I think. Everybody should go watch that movie. And what's it called? The Dictator.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, no, the um, the interview. The
1: interview. The interview. The Dictator is a funny movie. The Dictator but, is also funny, but yeah. it is not what I'm thinking of. It is no. Yes, the, the the one you just said. Uh, with those two guys, they go in there, and uh, that's what I think it is. I think mm-hmm. it's a Michael Jordan fan. Uh, you know, just wanting to be a kid again. You know, in his happy kingdom. Mm -hmm. It's like his playground. It is. I just imagine what it's like. Okay, let's imagine what it's like to be Putin. Dude actually runs a massive country. Like, he owns the place. Like, he Mm -hmm. does do whatever he wants when he wants. But, um, like, that's just unspeakable amount of wealth. Uh,
0: uh, Let me ask. I don't know how, like, how knowledgeable you are about Russia, but... Russia basically is either the equivalent of the United States or maybe a little below, right, in terms of, like, how well the countries ran, um, economy.
1: Uh, I mean, people in Russia are fine. The economy is, like, basically one resource. Okay. uh, It's oil. But, I mean, basically what happened is is you had the Soviet Union, which was Russia, and, like, all – you know, like Czech, Czech Republic and all the, the Slavic nations were all the Soviet Union. Then that got disbanded early 90s, late 80s. And so Russia was its own thing. And like in the remnants of it all, it's not like those KGB guys just went away, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, we're done now. Oh, you know, guess I'll retire early, you know, spend some more time <laughs> with my wife. No, they decided to uh, take over. And uh, uh, Mr. Putin here, former KGB, everything else. Climbed his way up the ranks and just found himself upon basically being the president who's been president for, uh, let's see, how long? How long has Putin been president for? I put president in air quotations.
0: Over 20 for sure. by 25?
1: Um 2012. Nine okay. years. So it's actually not that bad. The last guy only had a four-year term. Oh, wait. Yeah, wait. Vladimir Putin from 99 to 2008 and then Vladimir Putin from 2012 to now. <laughs> so it's 9 9 years 242 days plus 8 years and 128 days. So just call it 20 years.
0: Dude he yeah. looks he looks like just such a a fake character. Like if I saw him if I saw Vladimir Putin walking down the street, I don't think you I You wouldn't think that him.
1: guy had the power to absolutely demolish your life.
0: No, You just no. wouldn't think that at all. No, you wouldn't think that at all. Like,
1: he's it, just this is a serious guy. That's you, about it.
0: You put him in a hoodie and sweatpants, and you, you walk his happy ass around Chicago, ain't no way I'm going to know who the fuck it is. No, not like, at all. But, I mean, when you see him, like, the, the funny thing is about that statement is when you see him in a picture with the suit on, you know exactly who the You're like, is. oh, this dude. Oh, it's like, this guy, this dude's running a whole-ass country. You know, so how bad are things in Russia, then?
1: I don't really know, to be honest, if they're, yeah, are, how bad yeah, things are in Russia. I'm more yeah, concerned about stuff stateside.
0: Yeah, but, I agree. Um, I know
1: they're, I know they're trying to, trying to get a pipeline over, uh, finished, but that's about it. Their country runs on oil, so. Okay. But, in terms of America, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but the markets have been down the past few days. Markets very have down. A, a big poop.
0: The um, S and P took a poop. The Dow Jones took a poop. My Bitcoin.
1: Bitcoin portfolio, massive. And so uh, it's funny because everyone's talking when when stuff's moving, and I'm I'm like, well, it was pretty obvious news. Basically, what happened is the Fed said that they're reducing the balance sheet, and earlier than expected, which I thought was going to happen because it needed to happen to stop inflation. So markets going down because of this news is fine because we either do this stuff or we're really screwed. You think gas at whatever it is now is bad? Just just wait if we weren't doing stuff like this.
0: Gas is terrible now. So I can't imagine if we weren't doing stuff like that. Oh, What's- it could get a lot worse. Nah, I could. It was at uh, I guess it has gotten – it's it's uh stagnated a bit in the suburbs. I've noticed that. Like it's around like three thirty five to three fifty, depending on where you go. But in Chicago, it's still like three eighty to four bucks everywhere. Like yeah, it's, it's it's just it's crazy. I think they found the price point that people are gonna pay without complaining. Like, um.
1: Well, yeah. Gas is what's considered to be an elastic good, meaning that like, let's say gas was six bucks a gallon despite how pissed off people would be that gas is six bucks a gallon, people are still going to be buying gas because
0: yeah. you need to fill
1: up your car. So, uh, like it, it, I think everyone's mad right now, but the funny thing is, is like, it will never go back down to where it was.
0: No, it might get no, cut no.
1: down in half though. If I can get back to three, uh, I'd be happy at three.
0: I'd be super happy at three. Pay less. Anytime you fill your tank up with less than $40, I think i um, I think it's a win.
1: Uh, truck drivers, how do you guys pay for gas? I see your gas <laughs> bill is a hundred dollars at the tank because most of the trucks fill up two tanks. Hundred dollars at the gas tank, dude. And like,
0: that's and that's probably what three hours. Can you imagine of work waking for up. A, you got to start driver? your
1: day. You know, you got to get to work. You stop at the gas station. You need some gas. Within an hour and a half of being awake, you've already spent a hundred dollars. Like, would uh, I would just be in lunacy. Yeah,
0: and I th- isn't. How much does an average truck driver make? Do you think? I don't
1: even know what's truck driver. I mean, like people who literally drive like regular Ford pickups. Oh, <laughs> those are two tanks. So I'm saying though, your Ford those, pickup, a hundred dollars uh, to fill up the tank.
0: Man, you know. Well, all, like, those, all those guys at NIU with the trucks, man. With yeah. The, with it, the truck. Oh, man.
1: I, I'm happy I don't have a big car in NIU. The catalytic converter gang is out, dude. They, in <laughs> uh, in Decal, the catalytic converter gang has been running rampant. Like, I knew five people in the same weekend. They're like, they tried to take my catalytic converter. or They <laughs> took my catalytic converter. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And, like, you see, like, you see, like, the – the aftermath of it of a whole parking lot that's just like got stuff hanging from the bottom <laughs> of their cars. But then, I got a small car. They're only going after big cars because I guess those are maybe easier, the most valuable ones to take. But yeah, yeah, yeah. uh gotta gotta love, gotta love petty crime. Le,
0: le, you know? They're not gonna want our cars, bro. And uh you remember when I was driving that Ford Focus around? Actually, yeah. update on that. We just sold that today.
1: Oh really? On
0: it. I, which is crazy. But think about it. That's Private crazy. sale
1: or to who? Like car or The
0: private sale. Yeah. Uh, mom. My, my mom put it on Facebook Marketplace, and within 30 minutes, she was getting offers. Which yeah. Is crazy. It's crazy. Bro, and it's we we're getting a thousand five for that car. Think about that. Not think bad. about that car, though Think yeah. about
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like the car I have at uh uh. I don't own the car, but it's car my family owns that's it's like 2005 Hyundai Elantra I'm like Dude, if I you give me a buck five for that you give Bruh, me a thousand five for that I'm done deal man that done that,
0: that car is a 2000
1: <laughs> wow. that,
0: that car that car's as old as me the only reason wow. the only reason I think it's sold is because it's only got like 70,000 miles on
1: because it. people need cars and man. people and need cars too. that too but so you see what you see why the rental company screwed up big time no So when COVID started, they sold a bunch of cars because they're like, like, well, we don't need these cars anymore. Like people aren't traveling, blah, blah, blah. So they sold a bunch of cars that they had kept in inventory. Right now, all these people need cars that they want to buy. And like they don't have cars from suppliers. And like a lot of these used car places get their supply from rental car companies or You know, a various any business that has a lot of cars that they need to offload quickly. You know, and rental car companies would be like a prime example of them. Now these now these used car lots don't have any cars, and that's just driving the price up way more too. It's crazy just just to find a used car, uh, even a new car. Good luck finding a new car. You're gonna do it three three months to find a new car.
0: Nah, bro, it's been like the car market has been insane. Even like Normally you get a you're basically paying full price for uh for a used car. Used car, yeah. And it's like it's a car too like the mileage isn't great. It'll be like 80 to you could get one for, like... Bro, it's
1: always cars. They're like, oh, this car's only two years old. Why has it got 150,000 miles? They're like, what did you yeah. do in this car? Where were you going?
0: Backpacked you know, through your, <laughs> back back you the United going, States. Where are you going, you know? With, uh, <laughs> it's
1: a, I get it, a Subaru Outback, but you're really going Outback, huh? Like, 150K yeah. in two years?
0: Bro, they're going from west to east coast, back to uh, like Midwest. what's
1: happening here? That's, like, 5,000 miles. Like, we're, like you're, doing, you're doing that. You're doing that. Uh, like eight nine times a year but regardless like it'll come down eventually just like have you have you checked flights recently flights are ridiculous have you you gotten inquisitive of of a vacation possibly soon yeah oh man so my family they want to go to florida and they're looking for flights in march right i'm not going with them because i got my own plans but when I'm looking at these prices, it's like $800 for a round-trip flight from Chicago yeah. to, a, to uh, Orlando and back. And, and we're talking a, Spirit
0: Airlines, dog. We ain't talking like – Spirit's
1: like fucking, seven.
0: We're not talking it, like it, United it, it, or Southwest. Yeah, it, it, United, airlines.
1: Southwest are 800 bucks. Uh Spirit's like seven. Like <laughs> it's, it, it, it's like uh, I mean I might as well fly United. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm nice. gonna spend seven. I might as well spend eight and fly United. You know. Listen, but
0: bro. Listen that. We, let's talk about that too. The airline prices because that difference from that Spirit one hundred fifty dollar round trip to that uh, American there's a Alien lot you're getting for that one fifty. There's a there's a lot like. Comfortability throughout those four hours. Specifically,
1: I I don't feel like I'm put in a cage for like two hours and then yeah. like let out. Like all right, <laughs> we're here. Like,
0: and then you feel like you got you just feel gross and like you got to disinfect yourself. As a people tall got guy,
1: on. as a I, tall guy sitting in those Spirit airline chairs, i have just like it's just terrible pain. It's awful.
0: Yeah, but, that can't be good.
1: No, it's not. Especially a long flight to England. You don't got a bunch of leg room. You know. Mm-hmm. guy decides to put the seat all the way back you're like oh bro, uh, you don't even know what you've done to me you have no clue what you've done to me and then that's... i put the seat back and the person behind me is pissed and you can hear him because they're like Ur! like you know like no one ever <laughs> no one ever confronts you on an airplane they're just like no. they just make random noises like just complaining <laughs> oh you know oh accidentally bump in their glass to their to to the front screen like oh man i the seats back and like you hear it, you know, you're just like, I'm not going to do anything about this, but
0: yeah, you know, nothing's worse too than when you're on an airplane and you're already uncomfortable and then a kid starts crying somewhere or complaining and you're just sitting there like, God damn, man. You know, I
1: mean, at that point is when you pop those AirPods in, but no, uh, the
0: noise canceling one. Oh Uh,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. AirPods are essential.
0: Do you have those? Yes.
1: I've had, I've had AirPod Pros. I was the guy, right? I was the guy that was like, all you people with AirPods are stupid. I I got this pair of of Apple headphones that came with my phone two years ago, and they work perfectly fine, right? Mm -hmm. I wore those out, and then I went on a huge streak in gambling. And I was like, I would need to spend this money on something so I know that at least if I lose all the winnings, I got something out of this. So I bought the AirPods Pro. And then from then on, it was like it was like I had seen God Himself. <laughs> it, Apple is, by the way, that commercial is crazy. But that the is Apple a crazy Watch commercial. commercial. But I got these AirPods, man, and then I instantly found out why everyone who has them acts like a douchebag. Like <laughs> I'm, I became part of the club. Like I'm, like let me in, let me into this society I've been rejecting my whole life because. <laughs> You do everything with them. You answer calls with them. You just have them in, like you you work out with them. Like it's, they're it has been engineered in, in an incredible way. And like when the AirPods Pro three, I guess, come out or whatever they're gonna be called, I'm gonna buy those too, cause like, I I mean it's the best. They're literally the best all-purpose headphones you could have. All-purpose wise, like we're talking quality, n- not so much in that area. I'd get the Sony's. The so- Sony's always got the best quality, but yeah, they do. We're talking all purpose. Like, especially if you have an Apple device, it is like perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I need to get on that train too. Um, I'm, I'm still in that phase that you were in with the wired health phone. Like, oh, it is one of those things where it's
1: like, I, right, that's cool. Like that's a good mentality to have. Like once you get your hands on them, like you'll understand, you know,
0: I feel but- like it's like that with every Apple product though. Like I, I recently just got an Apple watch. And, and you love were, it now. and, and yeah, and I was showing you, like I was a kid at a candy store when I was like, dude, I was like, you could look at this. You could just write the word and text and text. Yeah, like, yeah. It's crazy. It, and it really does work better. And it makes your life easier. That's why Apple has been dominant. for so I long. saw
1: that commercial and I was like, all of a sudden ready and willing to just find. Three hundred, four hundred dollars, and buy one of those watches. I was but, like, "Yeah, man, I want one of these again." Because I had an old one that it broke. But
0: to, basically, to explain that commercial that we're talking about, it's it's basically just a tearjerker. Um, Apple basically put a compilation of people calling nine one one through their Apple watch and how, and it's the only way
1: that saved their life. If you didn't have this watch, they'd be dead. The the one, the one with the, the, and you know what too? every single one was strategically targeted at a set of people, right? You Mm -hmm. had the one where the, 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 the girl flipped over her car and she's underwater, right? She Mm -hmm. was young targeting a young market. Then you get the old guy, you get the old guy working on his farm, outdoorsy person breaks their leg outside, totally plausible thing that could totally happen needs to use the Apple watch uh, they get some random lady in there they get some random uh oh this this 60 year old man was uh, going hiking and he took a hard fall the guy passed out so it's not like he was even able to call 911 but his watch called it for him like, I was like and he would have died oh he like if they didn't save it come to save his life he would have died like 10 minutes later or something like that you know it's like yeah I I the PR team just has everything on point. It's like oh, Steve Jobs yeah. is still alive screaming at them. Bro, you yeah. have everything perfect.
0: I mean their marketing Apple's marketing since I was a kid has always been top five. Like in in every in any department, any field. They're amazing, amazing, amazing at making a commercial. Um like do you remember those old like two thousand eight commercials uh with the iPod Nanos? Um, yeah, man, they got well, like, the
1: iPod minis. Mm-hmm. The, the iPod touch was like, oh, when the iPod touch came out, it was game over. I was changing. like, I need I need one of these right now, man. Like mm-hmm. the 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 iPod touch was like so revolutionary because like our parents, you know, weren't really ready and willing at our tender young age to just give us an iPhone. We mm-hmm. had to earn the iPhone. But an iPod touch, which was significantly oh, cheaper yeah. than an iPhone, mm-hmm. was very possible. Very once possible. Once you got your hand on that and then you started listening to music oh mm-hmm. it was over it was over i imported 3000 songs like that it took 2 seconds to import 3000 songs onto my ipod touch right
0: that you were you were importing songs back in the day but i have a similar story i was story burning to you.
1: cd's i was dude i was everywhere
0: bro I, I when i had the ipod touch basically my best friend was youtube i would just go on youtube late at night search like any music that i wanted to listen to and just watch music videos or lyric videos. And I was just, I was in awe of like the stuff that was actually out there. It was such a s. That time was a great time. The
1: iPod Touch time.
0: And then you also had, you know, your games you play. You probably had Temple Run on there. Uh, Fruit Ninja was popping back in the nah, day. Nah, bro, you so. know what? I
1: didn't, I didn't even play phone games like that at all at that age. It was really? strictly, strictly for music. It was strictly oh, wow. for music. That's pretty if I played cool. games, it would be video games. But the. The the oh dude the best was you had right you get you get I remember this distinctly when the Black Eyed Peas album came out right all I did was just download it on my computer rip it to like ten CDs and just go to school and you can just say, I got the Black Eyed Peas CD <laughs>
0: you
1: know, all you want one is ten bucks ten yeah. bucks bank bang just for burning an I for just for burning Black Eyed Peas to your to your, how, to your to I, CD
0: how many did you sell you actually were selling them? I made
1: ten and I sold ten.
0: Oh uh, shit! A hundred bucks.
1: I should have. Oh man, I was addicted to money. After <laughs> that, I would take the money. I go buy Pokemon cards.
0: You sound like Gary V. It was uh,
1: it was very similar, you know.
0: Similar <laughs> <laughs> shit, shit, Vaynerchuk, at a boy.
1: We oh, no, it. the best. The best was fourth grade silly bands. I don't know if you remember this. Oh, my God. Oh, my I God. That's, I thought I had more money than God. All Dude, right. I would just... go to I would go to Walgreens. I would go to Walgreens. I'd beg my mom to buy two packets of, of silly bands. Sell them all, right? And then I'd beg my mom again. She'd be like, I just bought you two things. I'm like, no, no, no. Here's money. Here's the money for the silly bands. I would go back, buy two packets of silly bands. And like then they caught on. They're like, What are you why are you buying all these? Like you don't have <laughs> any in your room. I'm like, I'm selling all of them. They sell like hotcakes. It dude. was I was like, I don't get your upside. I really didn't get it. I'm like, these are like bands you put around your your like your wrist. Like, okay, cool.
0: Yeah, with fucking with a design. It's dude, it was just it was the stupidest fad I think we've ever seen. Um, it was the
1: greatest thing I've ever but seen. But it was
0: but it was great. Yeah, it's like, dude, how are people spending so much money? on bands that ha- are in the shape of the animal only when you don't wear them. They don't look anything like the animal when you put them on your wrist.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, too. It's, <laughs> it's like, like, oh, what you got? Oh, they have to take it off. You yeah, know? It's, it's like, oh, like I, I got statue see, of liberty. Bro. Oh, dang, like, wow. you
0: know. No, I will say some of the designs are pretty cool because they went like they did everything. Like They covered every mark. It wasn't just animals. They had like you oh, said, Statue of Liberty. Everything. They had cities. It's like, what? <laughs> How you got Chicago on your wrist right now, bro? Yeah, <laughs> but they got it on me. Oh man. man,
1: and then and then the fad went away like three months later. Yeah, but uh, that was a great time.
0: There's been quite a few fads in our f- with the fidget spinner phase. That was one. Have that you seen I should
1: have got on. I never got on that. I should. Yeah. I should have got on
0: that. I, I never got on that either. But believe me, it was popping when we were in high school. Like well, everyone
1: had one. For like my brain, I need to fidget with something. Like I mean, you probably heard throughout this pod. I, I shuffle poker chips twenty four seven. It's like it's like my. I, I call it a stress ball, but like I just need to do it. Like I just do it naturally i don't even think mm-hmm. about doing it uh that would have been like whenever i ha- i saw someone i had one i'd take it from them and just use it i just stare at it for like <laughs> uh, dude i couldn't focus on one thing for more than five minutes i was staring at this thing spinning in a circle for like a half hour a whole period in school <laughs> a whole period in school i'm staring at a thing moving in a circle you know i i, I couldn't explain it to you i couldn't mm-hmm. explain it to you
0: you know what's going on, too? Uh, um, have you seen that new – like it's a new fidget spinner basically for the kids these days, the one that you pop? It's like oh, a... your iPad?
1: No, Mom's iPad?
0: No, <laughs> no, no, no. Not that exact. Have you it's seen actually...
1: that? Every kid's got an iPad. I, I have seen that. But I'm talking
0: specifically about those like – they're basically little bubbles and you just pop them.
1: No, I haven't seen that.
0: Hold on. I, I'll send you a, a quick picture. But, yeah, it's like it's – every uh, generation has their fidget spinner. Uh, pop smoke
1: man that guy might be my top artist three years in a row
0: is it really three years
1: it, two years it's been two years it's two years in a row the guy's been my top artist i because i was going i was looking i'm like what albums do i like from top to bottom and i was looking i'm like all right meet the woo too Meet the Woo Two is a top to bottom album. Like it, you have to be in the same vibe almost the entire time for Meet the Woo Two, because Meet the Woo Two is just like, it, You're you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna go like work out when you're listening to Meet the Woo
0: Two. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, or,
1: or other dangerous activities. <laughs> uh, but I'm like, I have all of these songs now added to my playlist. Like when you look at look at your playlist, you look, I got half an album on a song. Go back and mm-hmm. look at the album, right? Like, it, 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 it like you. We were talking about uh, "Take Care," right? And yeah. I listened to "Take Care." I'm like, man, I like. There's maybe one or two songs I don't like on this album.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, the the best albums are like that, though. Oh yeah the the the, the only the album weekend, the weekend Starboy was just like that. Hey, he's uh, dropping again. He's coming back. Really? You, seen you haven't seen really. that? Really? He's check, dropping again. Check his Twitter. He just posted the cover art for the album no way yeah check his twitter and it looks like he's uh i kind of like how he's the Weekends figured out the marketing thing too oh, like that's,
1: that's the game right there he, he
0: he is so like strategic in every like post that he has and everything he does like but if you just look at that the picture
1: dawn fm
0: mhm dawn fm and now he's old right like in the album he right, right, shot right. previously he was like this plastic creepy looking creature but now he's like an old character, so maybe I don't know. Maybe he's retiring soon. Maybe that's a hint. But
1: Illmatic is a top to down out, uh, top top to bottom album.
0: Top to bottom, Man on the Moon, the original is a top uh, to bottom J- album. Yeah,
1: J Cole's uh, Forestals Drive to me is a top to bottom.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, eight oh eight is a
1: top to bottom. Eight oh eight is, I think, is a top- uh, yeah. Let's take a look. It, yeah, I I do have half that album on my on my playlist.
0: T- yeah, yeah. It- Pinocchio story amazing love lockdown welcome to heartbreak Robocop heartless Streetlights, paranoid all those songs are are hits
1: heartless was the hit of that like the complete hit and amazing that mm-hmm. those two are like the best mm-hmm. and you open up 2k 13 bump bump bump, bump da, da, have you li- da, 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 have you da.
0: listened have you listened to uh love lockdown
1: yes yes great
0: that's, song. that's actually a a very underrated song. That I don't think a lot of people know about it. Did you? There's
1: this video that came out. Snoop Dogg was like, "Yo, it took me this long to find out who Riri was," from from Drake's song. He didn't know. He didn't know who Riri was, and he's like, "Oh, Drake, you cold for that one?" <laughs> to be honest, that was that was the coldest diss. That was not a diss. Like, like that song blew up in clubs. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. like that was a. It, it's a pop song. It's a it's a popular song. It's not like a, it's a diss song. And the whole time he's diss he's dissing Kanye the entire time.
0: You're talking about Kiki, right?
1: Yeah, Kiki. Okay, okay. Yeah, that that song.
0: Kiki, do you love yes. me? Yes. <laughs> like, bro, he's
1: talking about his girl.
0: Yeah, and. Yeah, that's bad if you think about it too, because these guys are in the same space. They see each other at parties and shit all the time. So he just he just straight up like
1: own this motherfucker.
0: Yeah, have you seen that uh, Big Sean interview where he basically says that yes. Kanye- Kanye's obsessed with Drake?
1: Yes, I love those guys because they get like they they get personal, but every time they get personal, they're like, "Let's pour some alcohol. Like, what are, what are you sipping on today? You know, like." They, everybody they have on, they just start pouring liquor like it's nobody's mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I I, I actually got a, a a a newfound respect for Big Sean after that interview. It uh, like just really showed like the tenacity you need to be in the game that long, you know. Well, li-
0: well, listen, like let's talk about that because Big Sean's a guy who he probably doesn't get the credit he really deserves in the rap game and like most people you, you won't go up to someone and ask them hey who's your favorite rapper i mean They're i'll not be honest big that wasn't the,
1: i wasn't i wasn't the big Sean, the biggest big sean fan right
0: um, but I, but i'm saying like it, you when you ask people who their favorite rapper is big sean's not really going to come up in that conversation yeah, often yeah but the dude's been relevant since 2010
1: yes yes
0: and yes. so there, there is a certain respect level with that because especially in a game like rap, it's so easy to be a one-hit wonder. And
1: that's exactly why I said I had a newfound respect for him after the mm-hmm. interview. It's like, all right, dude, like I, I – like, I, you've been around longer than half the people with fads. So yeah, you remember Fetty Wap?
0: Yeah, he had a killer 2015 and then he kind of – Oh, he scared. had
1: three bangers back mm-hmm. to back to back. And like – I was like, oh, this guy's not a one-hit wonder because like – you know, the, he's released three just crazy bangers and then just fell off the place, the planet. I was like, what happened to this guy?
0: Uh, do you know what happened to him? No, I actually don't. He, he just got arrested for, like, drug trafficking.
1: When basically. was that, though? This year. Okay, what happened between 2016 and and before he got arrested <laughs> that he didn't drop a single banger?
0: <laughs> he was trapping, bro. He was trapping. No dog.
1: way. You're telling he, me this guy made three songs bruh. that were nap-hopping and he went back to trapping.
0: Bruh, he was arrested by the FBI on federal drug charges. The
1: FBI? Oh yes. man, he's in deep water. He's oh, in very deep no. water. Oh no, poor guy! Don't make those life choices, kids. You make three <laughs> bangers. You make three bangers. You made it, all right, dog. You made it.
0: Bruh, he sold more than 100 kilograms of deadly and addictive oh drugs, including God. heroin and fentanyl on Oh Island. my
1: God, what are you doing? Hey, he's a New Yorker. I forgot. <laughs>
0: uh. He's like, yeah, he grew up in Queens. Oh, uh, you know? Yeah. Shout out New York.
1: Dude, New York rap is the best. Especially like, like, A Boogie stuff is phenomenal. Uh, I yeah, noticed that uh, you added the man in the mirror to the pl- your playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, like to me, I think, I think Lil TJ is one album away from like absolutely becoming a star if he's not already. I think he's one album away.
0: Really. I still, I still really don't even listen to him to be Did, honest with you.
1: Give, give his past two albums a listen. They're pretty I will. good. They're pretty good. You know, good. you know exactly why I don't listen to him though. Yes. Yes. You know I the do. reason why. I do. I do. Okay. There's a, okay. It's the same reason a lot of people don't listen. to Yeah. You know?
0: But, I mean, dude, there's so many guys that... But, like, let's talk... Back to the Big Sean thing. I, I wanted to make point. Yeah, yeah, part, yeah, yeah. But the guys from Detroit... Think about what rappers are putting on for Detroit right now. Don't don't count Eminem. Eminem doesn't count in that
1: conversation. Why wouldn't he count in that conversation? Be,
0: because Eminem's just – he Eminem's already legend status, right? Like anything Eminem – Oh, do, dude, I
1: thought you were going to go a very disrespectful route with No, this. no, no, no,
0: no. Eminem's legend status regardless. Like he and if he drops anything, everyone already knows he's from Detroit, but he's been like – Dominant on the charts for 20 plus years now. So uh, forget about Eminem. Eminem's not part of this conversation. Besides Eminem. But besides Eminem, who else from Detroit can you be like, oh, that's a Detroit rapper. Like Atlanta's yeah, got 10 yeah. of those. Right. Atlanta's got 10 of de- those Detroit rappers. New York, you got five or t- five to 10 of those guys who are just on top of the charts all the time. West Coast, LA, you got five to 10 of those guys. And then Chicago, you got guys. Hey like man, Real 42, 42
1: Dougs from Detroit.
0: Is he actually?
1: He's from I didn't
0: know that. All right, so that's another Royce one.
1: Royce to 5'9". The album uh, he did with
0: Eminem was good. That it was good. good. But listen, we're not talking about Royce to 5'9". No, like we're not. A...
1: We're talking about Big Sean.
0: Yeah. So, and so, so like, I guess 42 Doug, I think he still needs a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%.
0: But, but Big Sean's really the only guy who's been dominant from Detroit since Eminem.
1: Yeah.
0: Which yeah. is crazy to talk about.
1: Yeah, I, it's one it's an underdeveloped market.
0: Eminem set wow. the bar high over there, and no one's been able to really touch it.
1: Uh, Memphis, Tennessee's blown up.
0: Memphis is. I mean, rip, rest in peace, Young Dolph, but Moneybag Yo is carrying that city. Key Glock is over there, too, doing Key his thing. Key
1: Glock's got a banger out right now.
0: And you, know what's, you know what's funny when – Memphis rap all sounds so fucking similar. Yeah. I oh,
1: know. Like,
0: even Moneybag Yo and Young Dolph, when you play them on a loop next to each other, you really can't tell who's who, dog. <laughs> and
1: they're carrying on the legacy, I right? That's what it's about.
0: It's the marathon, Nipsey Hustle.
1: Do uh, you know what album I re- listened to recently? What? Uh, front to Back
0: 444. 444
1: I mean, is unreal.
0: I mean, we all know, we all know Jay Z. No, 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 no. We do, we
1: do, J- we do.
0: J- Jay Z's just different. Four forty
1: four is unreal. Like, it, I hope it,
0: he never drops again, too.
1: No, wait, wait, oh, oh, no, nah, oh, bro. I, I hope Jay Z. No, nah, f-
0: fuck that, bro. Listen, listen to this. Like, th- this dude has been dominant since the nineties. That, that, that. Like, like he don't. Yeah. No. And you and I both know Jay Z has nothing left to prove in that space anymore. Like, why go back to the space? Because I want more music, I, right? I, but like, I, I'm but
1: selfish, like,
0: right? Yes, right. But I don't want him to do what what Eminem's done the past like four or five years. Like, just he's it, like, what? I now. see.
1: I had a feeling that when we brought up Eminem, that was gonna get brought up. And I don't. Here's the thing. That's the thing. I regard Eminem in this like near the same category because that was like the first. The first rap artist I really started listening to heavily, I feel so disappointed with those latest, you know. Uh, oh, that's what hurts, I'm saying. Man. It hurts.
0: Like, you want Jay-Z to, to screw up his track record? His, he won't, it,
1: though. He's not. that. It's We're talking. It's different. He, we're talking a different league.
0: I, I agree. But my, my whole point is this. If you're at the top, retire at the top. Like. He four four four. He didn't even need to drop four four four. Well,
1: well, you're already on the, the track that he's on because he said that he wasn't even like. You realize the black album was supposed to be his last album. The Which black album was wasn't that an Ironman album? 05. That was an o-
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah. So and this man, made, decided and then to, like, he made, blue he made three Blueprint three, and then the Holy that one, Grail the, album, whatever that was. album, Wash the Throne. Like we got. At, at the end of the day, he made four forty four for. His purpose, though. He had a lot of things going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, half of it was his marriage, and the other half of it was the state, the state of America and where we're at, you know, through, through, through his lens. And, like – but, like, that's the thing. If there's nothing like that going on, he's not going to make another album, you know? But, You're right. Yeah. He doesn't need to. He really does not need to.
0: It,
1: it, it, i i know i know and i know where you're coming Nas, from Nas is pumping out albums i look at is like I, I listen to ilmatic and then the the one album with the uh oh, i forgot what that song was called uh but like two albums from Nas. but i see this dude's pumped out albums all through the <laughs> 2000s through the 2010s i'm like oh this guy didn't stop right but there's the difference though jay-z's got less albums but I remember every single one. Oh yeah, you know, like you can name them all. That, that's the only thing though. Is Illmatic is widely regarded as one of the greatest albums, if not the greatest album of all time. It, 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 it in that space. Now that's yeah. gonna change with like obviously the times. Uh, we got new, we got new music now, new tastes. But like to me, even the next best, the next best album in my personal, w- are, the next two are all are both Kendrick albums. You know, I put Kendrick and Jay Z in the same category. Where like if Kendrick well. drops, it's not gonna be bad.
0: You got a uh, Good Kid Mad City up there and what's the other one?
1: Uh it's Good Kid Mad City and then I did like Dan a lot. Uh, yeah, but besides Dan... that, like my next favorite albums are are our section eighty Kendrick album. Uh Pimp a Butterfly is a ten out of ten album, but it's my probably one of my least played. But it's it's still a ten out of ten album.
0: A Pimp because, of... The,
1: because of the way the message was convened mm-hmm. it was so beautifully and elegantly put that like it, it, it think of the concept of the, the name of the album to pick a butterfly you know Mm -hmm. like everything every single thing that's the one thing too about jay-z and kendrick's music is there's a there's something between the lines on almost every line yeah you know
0: and i think that's i think that's how the best rappers do it though they're they're extremely strategic and one thing they all have in common is there's always a bigger message than like drugs money and it's J. Never...
1: Cole, J. Cole felt the same way when he said he made his last album. He was like, he was like, I got that rekindlement of motivation because it was like, I got is kind of like he was like, I got one more thing to prove in the space, you know, mm-hmm. type deal. Where it's like I, and that album was nuts. You know, it was a good album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like he he's probably done for a while, you know.
0: Uh, no, nah, bro. I think J. Cole, so J. Cole has an entire plan. I don't know if you've seen the plan. J. Cole basically said he has three albums left.
1: Have you seen the holy sacred texts. What was he's got three albums.
0: He's got three albums left.
1: This is from him or like, what this is,
0: this is out of his mouth. Okay. He has, he has three albums left till retirement. He dropped the one recently. The most recent one was the first one of the three
1: last year. Right. Okay. So he's,
0: so he already, I think he named them all as well. So he's got, it's the off season, um, the, the climb back and then the fall off. The fall off is supposed to be his last album. It's supposed to be like the one that wraps everything up and like sets him on that path to whatever he's gonna do after. Jeez. But but basically like he said that he has a message in all three. I love the message. vibe
1: that he has where it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna dress and live like I'm just a regular dude in New York, but like yeah. in reality I I make like fifty mil a year. <laughs> like it's crazy
0: have you seen and he's been growing his hair out since 2014 for yeah that man
1: that's that shit's crazy
0: it's extremely crazy but yeah he's got I may look it up but I know the this uh, is a
1: perfectly fine car that's what yeah. I say to myself when <laughs> I, when I drive my car but this is a perfect I just feel like Jeff Bezos it's a perfectly <laughs> fine car
0: um but yeah bro I mean so he's got give me one second. J Appar- Dilla. Apparently, it's been okay. P. See- J. Dilla. Okay, so there we go. So the off season is the first of three albums the rapper teased in a December 2020 Instagram post that caused specula- speculation surrounding his retirement from the rap game. According to the post, the following albums will be titled "It's a Boy" and "The Fall Off," a play on his first mixtape released in 2007, "To Come Up."
1: Right now, to come up.
0: <sighs> but bro, like. He see like every rapper who's just in legendary status, they all had a strategic ass plan and a strategic ass like system to drop and I yeah. love it. That's I think that's my favorite thing about the rap game is how strategic these guys really are at the end of the day. And like the, the domination it takes to get to the number 1, like you have to be this strategic. Like everything's has to have a story. If you if, if your album doesn't have a story, you you're not doing anything at all. Like if you're dropping once a year, and it's trash, and you're just putting 20 songs you made on the album every year just because you want to put something out. Like, you're not doing it. Get your bag, but you're not going to be regarded in that legendary category.
1: No, but we only reserve that for like two or three people anyway.
0: And that's true. I think in the rap game, it's a little more than two or three. I he-
1: mean, when we put it, when we talk about the upper, the, the highest of echelons, it's really okay, it's, it's four. It's four because I have to give I have to give Drake the respect he deserves.
0: Is Drake, is Cole, yeah. is Kendrick? That's current.
1: I mean, no. For for me, it's it's Jay Z, Kendrick, Drake, and then I mean
0: Kanye. You got to put it, Kanye. It, up it's
1: it's it, it's it's between Kanye and Lil Wayne. But the thing is, is if we're looking at how much I've actually listened to, like yeah, Lil Wayne dominated my childhood. But in terms of overall like reach, and I think how many albums Kanye has that are just masterful, Unbe- he's got yeah, he he to be in there. Got yeah,
0: he has to be in there.
1: Got to be in there.
0: Really, bro. The only album that I don't play from Kanye is the one he just dropped. Yeah. But even but even that God album was. The best God album I've ever heard in my life.
1: Man, that trumpet at the end of "Use This Gospel."
0: Yeah.
1: Is, oh man, what a great song! You know, like, uh, but you're right. I don't listen to like. Yeah, I I still don't like Donda. I yeah. No, I, Don, it, it, Donda's all right.
0: It's, it, I thought it
1: had, They got. They had me in like the second half. I'm not gonna saying.
0: lie. <laughs> because
1: because I listened to Donda at first, I was like, nah. And then I listened to it again. I'm like, hey, you know, this is, I'm growing on this. It was like Yeezus. But here's the thing Yeezus was like a complete 180. Like, I listened to Yeezus the first time around and I was like, this it it was completely different. And then Mm. the second time around I listened to Yeezus, I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. Like,
0: you know, you know, you know, it's crazy shit. For me, it happens the same way. I'll listen to an album the first time. Normally, anytime I think an album is like top tier, I'll listen to it the first time and it'll suck. And then I play it again the second time, and I'm like, wow, what did I miss the first time? Because this is crazy.
1: Yeah, no, that only happened with Kanye albums. If really, I don't like an, If I don't like an album, I don't like an
0: album. Bro, that happened. only happened
1: with that Kanye album, which was crazy, though.
0: That happened with me uh, with World. What? Heard, you
1: didn't like Astroworld when, when I, you first heard
0: it? I, I like Stargazing a lot because he teased Stargazing in like a trailer release earlier in the week, and I loved that song in the background. So when I heard the album – I loved it. But then when I was going through, I was like Astro Thunder was weird. I didn't really, really like it. NC-17, uh, I didn't really fuck with that one originally either. 5% Tint was eh. And then when I went back and I listened to like Carousel and Can't Say and all these just songs, I was like, damn, this is really like a masterpiece actually. Right, It's
1: another album where my favorite song like no one even remembers. My favorite song is Who What? Who what who is what, great? I thought yeah. who what was the best song on the album. But regardless, oh damn, I didn't, I didn't know you felt that way at first because yeah. I first started Astro, I was a big Travis Scott fan from days before Rodeo came out. Like that, that's the thing is too. Like if we're talking the next few, it okay, then it's then it's Lil Wayne, then to me it's Travis Scott because every album he's put out. Was I thought was amazing. Days Before is not even an album. It's technically a mixtape. Not even supposed to be released. I think was was amazing. Rodeo is like I have it on CD in my car in case the world shuts down. All right, (laughs) I have that and Good Kid, M.A.D. City in my car at all times in case the world shuts down. Okay, (laughs) like like that's an album I'll I'll listen to over again like a hundred times. And then uh, what was the uh, fuck, what was his next album?
0: um birds in the trap trap. birds
1: in the trap birds in the trap was actually exactly what happened to you with World. i was i was it was another like it was pretty different from what rodeo was and then you go back you listen to the songs and you're just like i just put an eighth in the lead you're like oh wow (laughs) that was like that that hit so that Mm -hmm. album was great then World comes out and that album is phenomenal Mm -hmm. so it's actually sad i heard that one of the like designer brands parted ways with them over the whole thing uh, his whole, like, accident thing. that happened. Yeah. And it's, like, like, it's one of those things where I just don't want to see a guy like that get canceled. Like, I, I, it's pretty obvious that he did not intend for any of this bad stuff to happen. No, you know? hell no. Like, just an absolutely terrible, unfortunate situation. But, like, mm-hmm. and we talked about this on, uh, I forgot which podcast it was. It's a,
0: one of the early podcasts. One of the early it's like, ones. It's, like, two or three.
1: Uh, it was, like, our first topic because, like, at the end of the day, man, like, he can't control half that stuff. No. The dude gets out of his car and, like, which works you know but
0: Mm -hmm. i agree um let's get right into our pick six segment shall we i'm down all right let's do it so game one of the week obviously playoffs are next week so we're probably we'll do a a playoff edition of the pick six but it's going to be a little shorter actually we should just pick every game in the playoffs fuck it you down for that next week
1: uh, oh, yeah, 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 For playoffs, we'll do every game.
0: Yeah, perfect. All right. So, game one, we got the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Denver to play the Broncos. which is a crazy line, by the way. The line right now on Barstool Sportsbook is plus 11. Okay, the Broncos are plus 11. The over-under is 45. Um, and Shiv, I'll let you start this game.
1: All the games this week are going to be really crazy, uh, crazy volatile, too, because we got a lot of situations where there's a lot of teams that really don't need to try that hard. And then there's teams that really need to try hard. Uh, This is one of those situations. Let me just pull up the game just to make sure. Okay. So, and then standings. Because I believe if we look at, all right, the Chiefs are 11 and five. Okay. That's right. They're competing with the Titans. So if the Titans win, they, they get it. So at the end of the day, the chief, if the chiefs see that the Titans are going crazy, they'll probably pull back. Uh, so it's one of those things where I'd be looking for a first half line uh, for the chiefs. And let's say they're down and the Titans are also down. I would be looking heavily at the chiefs too. Everything here is going to be really situational. There's not going to be that much, uh, like metrics, or like this team's really good at this type deal because we're really picking spots here because we just want to find super advantageous spots where teams really need it versus teams that don't. Uh, Same thing, too, with like Broncos second half, the Chiefs blow them out and they're up. Like, uh, but, but, but the Titans are up big, too. Then you want to, you want to probably take the Broncos second half because they're going to be playing the backups. So, something to be cognizant of.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to take the Broncos here purely because plus eleven is such a large line for a team that has playoff aspirations on the line. Um, all Denver. They do. Yeah, all Denver needs, I believe.
1: Oh uh, no, 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 no. There's no chance.
0: They have no chance of making it.
1: No way, dude. No way. But we got eight teams. We got one, two, three, four. They'd be five, maybe mm, six, yeah, they'd be seven. It's... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, way. Um, no way. never mind.
0: So, I'll take it back. But still at home, Denver, it's the last game of the year. Um, I think this is just a game where home teams that don't have a shot at playoffs are almost always going to give all their effort to win the game. Um, I think the Chiefs have – Do you? Yeah, I think why, – why, why wouldn't you try winning a game, the last game of the year in front of their home crowd, um at the end of the year when you have nothing left to play for like the chiefs have the chiefs have everything to play for in the playoffs they're not worried about the denver broncos they're worried about whatever else is going on so i'm going to take the broncos at plus 11 i think it's too much bingo uh next game we've got the Dallas Cowboys traveling to the Philadelphia Eagles. The line is minus four and a half. Over under is 43. Uh, Again, I'll start this one. Uh, The Eagles actually have been playing much better. They looked pretty good the last few weeks. Um, Cowboys just lost to the Cardinals, which to me wasn't really a surprise, but they did. They lost. Um, Dak hasn't looked that good. To be honest with you, he's been okay, but he has been, ever since his calf injury, he's just ha- he's lost his accuracy a little bit. I don't know what's going on, but even in the game against the Cardinals, he missed some wide-open guys, and then he's airmailing people. Um, they- they're dropping passes. It's just not looking like the right recipe uh, going into the playoffs right now, besides the defense. Defense is playing great. No complaints there. Um, uh, in this game, I- I'm still going to – I'm going to take the Cowboys only because it's. I already said on this podcast I'm going to take them every week. Um, but, you know, four and a half, the Eagles are at home, it's not a bad play. I could see this ending in a field goal. Um, but the Cowboys really need this win. Um, one, for momentum heading into the playoffs, but two, because it is a playoff caliber team. The Eagles still do have a shot at getting they in already the draft. They already made the card. playoffs. Okay, so the, the, the Eagles are in the playoffs. So this is a playoff team. So this is a game that they need to win. They don't win this game. Um, I don't think, I think they're one and done in the playoffs. They win this game. They get some momentum. Maybe they do something. So they need this game to win. Um, I think there's a lot more riding on this game for the Cowboys than the Eagles, just because the Eagles kind of already dug themselves out of a hole this year. They started off pretty poorly and now they're kind of figuring it out. Um, So I'm going to go Dallas here.
1: Uh, I really have no clue what to make of this game. I, uh, I guess, Eddie, you're, you're right. The Cowboys probably morally have something, and the Eagles have morally something to play for in terms of morale going into the playoffs. But they're both guaranteed in, and they're not going to really set themselves in a position to, uh, like, overwork their starters. So I, I, I'm thinking, you know, maybe under in this game uh, just because I don't really see the crazy amount of effort either team would really put in. Uh, you know, bar, let's say like one team gets up 21 points, even if the Eagles, let's say the Eagles were up 21 points it, it, and they would have a, like a lead to protect. I still don't see them going like incredibly hard to try and keep that lead. Just, just because of the fact that you got, you got a lot of guys you don't want to have get hurt. Like Miles Sanders is just coming back. I think like he's a crucial guy in, in the backfield for them. So uh, I don't really know much to make of the game besides I'd probably take the under.
0: Got it there. So next game we have, we've got the Green Bay Packers traveling to Detroit to play the Lions. Um, the spread is minus three and a half. The over under is 44 and a half. Um, Shiv, go ahead and take this one away.
1: Oh, it got announced that Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to be playing. Uh, but he said three days ago he will not be sitting out Uh. This line started at 13. I'm pretty, pretty pissed off. I didn't get the Lions at 13 because this is exactly what we thought was going to happen. The Packers have clinched uh, first seed, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. they've clinched first seed. They have nothing to play for uh, at the same time. So they're, and the Lions seem like one of those teams that you mentioned, Eddie. I feel like there's teams that, well, it's great to think that it's your last game and you're at home and you're going to really go out there and put one for the fans. I, I just don't believe that many teams would do that, but the lions definitely seem like a team with their head coach to just go all out for nothing. So um, it's one of those where I would judge if the, if the Packers are up early, they're going to pull Rogers. Uh, so Rogers is going to be on a, 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 on a tight leash. Basically if they're up, uh, probably take, I think Packers first half, and then at halftime, see where it's at and then take the lines in the second half, or at least just grab the Packers first half, I think it would be a profitable move here.
0: Um, so I kind of agree with you. Um, I, I don't really know. I don't really know what to make of the game just because we don't really know, you know how long Uh Rogers is gonna be in the game. Most likely he'll probably get pulled.
1: If if he's gonna be in the game. Yeah,
0: if if he if he if he's even gonna be in the game in the first place. So I think in this game, uh I'm gonna take Green Bay just because let's be real here. Um they're clearly the best team in the NFC. But um with that being said, again, like anything can happen if they pull all their starters in the second half. Jared Goff can make a comeback, do whatever he's got to do. Lions have kept, actually, a lot of teams close this year. They've been one of those kind of unfortunate, like, 2 and whatever their record is um, teams this year, and so...
1: They tied to the Steelers. Yeah, t-
0: tied to the fucking... Like, they've had some close games. It's not like they're they're not as bad as that Lions team. In, I mean, like, they
1: only lost to the Ravens to the longest kick ever kicked, yeah, you know?
0: Yeah, so... so. They're not as bad as that Lions team that went 0 16 with John Kitna like all those years ago. They're not as bad as that. Um, so I'm going to take the Packers, but again, it's Dude, really relative.
1: How's that possible?
0: To lose 16, 16 games? Yeah, that's, games that's in very a row. Bad. Yeah.
1: You know, the Browns was worse because they went 1 15 the year before. Jesus. Do you the know Bron- that?
0: The Browns are just.
1: The Browns went balls. one in fifteen the year before, so they had like it was like twenty something straight losses.
0: The Browns just need to fire everybody and restart. I think they it, need well, to,
1: that happens every time though. They,
0: I think they need to move franchises on. They need I to think go they need new owners. They need new owners and they need to move. But at to a ch- certain
1: point, bro, you've recycled through every single position in the company to the point where the only people that have stayed there the whole time are the owners. Like there's someone to blame here. I think I know who I'm blaming.
0: They they should they should make a team on the Mississippi uh, Alabama line and just get both those states to just go hard for
1: them. The, they should build it over the river.
0: The, um, I agree. I agree. The 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 Mississippi. The the they're, Alli- the they're
1: they're the best team on both sides of the Mississippi.
0: The the Alice the Alice Browns. The Alabama Slammers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, game for the week. We've got Pittsburgh traveling to Baltimore. Um, the line is minus five in favor of the Ravens. Over under is 41 and half. and a half. I'll take this one away. Um, it's Big Ben's last game ever, man. It's it, he's done. He's retiring. Um for that reason, that reason only, let's go Big Ben. I'm gonna take Big Fat number seven. Let's make it happen, baby. Let's go Pittsburgh.
1: Uh both these teams uh need it. So uh it is I mean it's been one of the most it's been the most entertaining division, I think, in football. So personally, uh man, as much as I love Mike Tomlin and you know how great of a team he coaches every year, despite how bad the team actually is. I'm going to be going with the Ravens at five. I like the Ravens. I think Lamar can I think I think the team overall is just better. Yeah. Big Ben. I think he had his last like his last hurrah. You know, they're hugging him and throwing, you know, stuff all over him because, you know, like I get it like this is his last season. But to me, I think the Ravens are just better. I'm gonna take the Ravens at five.
0: Got it. Um the second to last game of the week, we've got Cincinnati the other divisional game uh in that division. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Cleveland. Uh the Bengals are a plus six. The over under is thirty-seven and a half, super low total. Um Shiv take it away.
1: So the Bengals are in uh so they aren't fighting for anything, and the Browns are out. So they're not fighting for anything. Uh quite frankly, uh I think you have Keenum in. Uh, six is a lot now. The line was at three uh, when I was looking at it earlier in the week. So I'm just going to pass. Uh, and I think the Bengals are playing their backup too. So it's, pr- it's probably just a wash, to be honest.
0: I would still take the Bengals here. Um, the Browns stink. Baker stinks. Baker's Everything about. playing. Uh, Well, regardless, probably even – maybe that's better for the Browns. Maybe they'll figure it out without them. But um, I'm just going to take the Bengals here. I have no faith in the Browns, and I never want to pick them. Um, The last game of the week, we have the New England Patriots traveling to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, The line is minus 6.5 in favor of New England. Over-under is 40. A lot of low totals this week, I've noticed. Um, But I'll start this one off. Um, you know what, it's, it's weird, but I kind of like Miami in this spot um, at plus six and a half. I don't know, is New England?
1: So, New England is New England in, or they have yeah, yeah, they're in. They're, okay, they're, in, in. they're
0: in. And uh, it's Miami really, it's has all, a shot, it's all, right? It's all
1: about who wins the division. Okay. Uh, so, I don't know if they're playing for a home game or not. I believe they are, but uh, yeah, go ahead.
0: Um, is Miami... They no, they're done. No, they're done. They're out. Yeah, they're done. Okay. Well, um fucking Brian Flores again, back to back eight and eight years. If he doesn't well, now that with the extra game, they can't be eight and eight. But basically average two average seasons for Brian Flores. Um but he picked it up in the second half. I don't know, I still like him as a coach. Uh, th- wait, what?
1: Miami Dolphins can make the playoffs. Uh they have been eliminated. Never mind. Sorry, go ahead.
0: But yeah, I'm I'm gonna take Miami here. Um again, this is kind of like the theme of the week. One team's in the playoffs, one team's not. Uh not many teams fighting for for spots in uh this late in the year. Especially I think the seventeenth game added uh a little more cushion for like the top tier teams. So I, I think that's why we're seeing less of that this year. But regardless, I'm gonna take the Dolphins. I just like them at six and a half.
1: Uh, I love the Dolphins. This is like similar to the the uh, lion spot we were talking about earlier. Is that uh, Brian Flores is the type of guy? He's not just gonna back down. Like he wants to beat Belichick bad. It, it it's it's one of those personal rivalries. So I don't doubt that the Dolphins are gonna go pretty hard here. And I. I like Miami a lot. I, I probably have two units on him. I had him at seven though. So, I mean, you could see if it trickles back up, but yeah, the Patriots could just pull everybody. So even if we're down big, we could come back and get this back door. I'm just hoping that like,
0: uh, Oh, so there is a moral victory. Yeah.
1: Shit. With the dolphins. I well, don't... with Brian Flores, but oh,
0: no... with with Brian Flores, but not with the Denver
1: Broncos. Well, yeah. Why would there be? I mean, there's actually a connection there between Brian Flores and Bill Belichick. There's not, I don't see a, uh, any, like the Broncos, like, Suck. I, I think don't know. I
0: think it's Vic silly. Fangio.
1: Like, congrats, but the Chiefs are in a different position than, than the than the Patriots are. The Chiefs can actually make the number one seed. The Patriots can't actually do anything unless the Bills do something, and the Bills are playing the Jets.
0: Yeah, that's just. I mean,
1: I mean, the Bills are going to win that game. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like that. Uh, someone was telling me the other day, like to take Bills money line, and I'm like, honestly, it, like. I'm not gonna do it because it's a like twelve to one. Uh like you're laying twelve to one, but like they're not gonna lose, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. That line is sixteen and a half right now. Oh, it went
1: even higher.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, continue where you was that it?
1: I'm taking Miami. Yeah. yeah, I'm taking Miami. I wait for seven. You could probably get seven.
0: You probably can. And let's just uh let's
1: point it out here. You want
0: to make that the game of the week, or you got a game? Of yeah, that's
1: yeah, that's the game of the week.
0: Okay, perfect. Let's do it. Miami, we're both throwing it. Uh, we're doing a can't miss parlay on the Shetty Show Sportsbook. Uh, so
1: can't miss parlay. of What the Dolphins and what
0: the the Dolphins
1: and uh, we'll take who else? Do we want to take. Let's what did just, we both agree on?
0: Uh, we agreed on much the Dolphins. This week. No, not much. We
1: a Packers first half.
0: Packers first half. We'll do that as well. So Packers first half. And uh, the Miami Dolphins. And we'll get you whatever fucking number that is in one
1: second. It'll be it'll, – it should be like plus 250.
0: All right. But, so, you know, solid odds. Win you some money. Uh, buy you a nice little dinner for you and your wife. Throw $50 on it. Why not? It's the I, I
1: honestly, judging by the demographic of our podcast, you got a wife. We got to talk. <laughs> That's also
0: true. Uh, shout out to the listener in the Czech Republic. We appreciate you.
1: Shout uh, out to the bot in the Czech Republic. I see you, bro. Don't, don't think you phase me. All right.
0: You know who I think that might be. I have a theory. I think that our might friend. be I
1: uh, yeah, I think that might be our friend. It might be our friend.
0: I think so. I don't know where his location is set to, but I think that is him because uh he tossed our friend bot.
1: from the Czech Republic. If it, you just so happen to be in DeKalb, Illinois next it, week. It, he
0: he um you know where to find me. He followed the podcast, so I think it is him.
1: Man, we we are really uh, obsessed over this guy from the Czech Republic. <laughs> we got a we got a whole FBI team searching.
0: Yeah, for we're gonna guys figure smiles. it out. We're gonna figure it out. But um, anyway, I think that wraps up the Shivanetti Show, episode number twelve. We'll catch you guys again next week. Episode will come out on Saturday at ten a.m. Be there, be square. Go ahead, follow the fucking page, the Instagram page. Our handle is Shetty Show, S H E D D Y S H O W, uh, and get a little bit of Sheddy in your life, eh? Any final thoughts, Shiv? Uh,
1: you know, nothing. Welcome to the party.
0: Welcome to the party. Whoops.